Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You have reached the center of the sports universe. All lines are busy. Please be patient. Greg Cody will be with you shortly. No, they can suck it. They can suck it. And, and wow. Yeah, no, they can. And here's the other thing. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Greg Cody, are you are you actually here? Yes, I'm so frazzled right now. Why are you here? We were about to start the episode. This is the episode. We've started, by the way. We wanted to do a whole thing. We were going to call you, and you were going to be frantic on with the Geek Squad when all you probably had to do was restart the router. What happened? Okay, first of all, I am frantic. I just went through a half hour of holy hell. A guy from the Geek Squad, he's giving me directions I don't know how to do. You know, restart your router. I don't know what a router is. That's what I said. (laughs) Wait a minute. I I called you and said, did you do that? And now you're saying you don't know what a router is? I have two big, tall towers here. I don't know which is the router. And which is, what's the name for the other one? But it was a, a technological nightmare in the last 45 minutes. You just lost but, internet. You just lost internet well, for a few minutes. No, but the frustration was, I don't want to get in the weeds here, but I, I had no internet, even though it said connected and secured. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what, the, that's a dichotomy there. It, so how did like, it get fixed? Well, the the gentleman from Geek Squad was very helpful. <laughs> what was the fix? Like, walk us through this. I need I need he, to know exactly what the fix was. He told me to unplug the router <laughs> and wait fifteen or thirty seconds and plug it back in, and I did. I asked you if you did that, and you said, "Of course." You dismissively. I no, I said <laughs> I restarted. No, Dad, you you had a tone of, "Of course, Christopher." Why would I be on the phone with Geek Squad if I hadn't already done that? That was the tone that you gave me. Okay, well, by the way, your call to me disconnected my original Geek Squad, a young lady, and I had <laughs> learn to call how back. To, learn how to, because you just probably hit end call after, didn't you? No, I didn't think I did. I think I put hold, accept and hold as a something no, like that's, that. And, that's uh, when you answered my call, but then when our call ended... You, that's when you just don't do anything and you'll go back to your previous call. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm, I got devices out the ass here. I got a PC. I got a laptop. I got an iPhone. None Dad, of them were working. I, I think a good place to start while you get settled here, because I'm sure you got all the stuff. We didn't even have a pre-show meeting. We are frantic right now. Um, but let's start with the injury report, because Yeti and I both got stuff. Yeti sounds st- stuffed up. How you doing, Yeti? I'm all right. Better than last uh, Saturday. So yeah, Yeti's been going through it. But I have, I'll, we'll get to Yeti's and yours, Dad, your ailments in a second. But this week's version of the injury report, I got results back from my blood work. And? And for the first time in my life, fellas, don't feel great about this. I have high cholesterol. Whoa. That is the least surprising thing I've, I've heard in my life. <laughs> wow. With your diet? What do you mean, my, first of all, 
Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm not glad to hear it. Dad, your diet is worse than mine. Greg, the roast was a few weeks ago. And I'm on cholesterol medication. Welcome to the club. Mm. I That's the thing. The guy suggested the medication. And I was like, wait, this is my first time hearing this. Can I do some lifestyle things here? Like, do I need, I don't want to like go on medicine for the rest of my life. Like, I'm not prepared to go on this cholesterol, said cholesterol medicine. I'm like, how serious is this? Can I just like try to like eat better and work out? Like, he's like, yeah, it's just a recommendation. And I'm like, but should I do it? Like, I was, it was a weird moment of like, like, how bad do I need this medicine, doctor? Please don't think about the money it's going to make your, you know, <laughs> it, like, it's a weird thing. It's that because I'm watching all these documentaries about big pharma. Oh, no. And in my mind, and in my mind, I'm just like, do I need this medicine or is this all just a big make, make, make money? See, I have the total uh, opposite opinion to you. I want to continue to eat uh, copious amounts of chicken wings. <laughs> And continue to not work out and just take a magic cholesterol pill that makes it all go away. Not me. That's my attitude. Not me. I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical. I just, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm like, let me refer. I'm not saying I, like, I believe that I need this medicine. I was just like, I, I wanted to gauge his, like, can I just try? He's like, he's like, you can just, you can try to do that stuff and we can come back in six months. But <laughs> he's like, or he's like, I, he, but he's like, if you're asking me though, I recommend you take this medicine. I was like, so I got the prescription. I haven't started taking it yet, but so you think I should take it that? What's it a prescription for? What is Lipi it for? Lipitor. Oh, Lipitor. Wow. Okay. What's that? It's Am I getting a... too personal here? No. no. It, it's, it's a cholesterol I've medicine. I've heard of it before. It's just I mean, a cholesterol yeah. medicine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, that, that's the thing. I, I've had the doctors prescribe me um, in, in the, my hospital visits over the last couple of months, like, like five or six different things that I've not picked up just cause like, I'm not taking that. Like they, they right. try to <laughs> prescribe me Oxycontin when I was having my, my, my stomach pain issues the other day or a few weeks yeah, ago. See? And I was like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to do that. Cause I'm, right. I don't want opiates and things like that. So I don't, don't want to be um, taking medicine. I know I'm going to, at some point in my life, like my dad have to just take medicine like, to, like, <laughs> right. to like live. I take seven pills a day plus my inhalers. Exactly. You can't. Oh, wow. You can help manage your cholesterol. Maybe you have to skip a second meal every now and then. He said seafood. I knew the like. I don't eat that much fast food, but he said fast food. He's like just work out a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then he said seafood, and I was like, wow. I thought seafood was actually. I whenever I eat seafood, I feel like I'm not eating terrible. Well, are you right. eating fried fish? I think that has a well, lot. No, to do he, with he it, said but... like shrimp. Really? Yeah, he said shrimp specifically, and I love huh. shrimp. I mean, I don't oh. eat it like a ton, but I I'm a big fish and, and shrimp guy. Love me some shrimp. That that was my uh, that was my dad's original dad joke. I'm on a seafood diet. When I see food, I eat it. That's the original. That was the original dad joke. Some anyway. of it is um uh some of it's genetic too though. My wife is really physically fit, and she typically reads high on the cholesterol charts. Mm -hmm. Um and and her dad did the same. I wasn't in the alarming area, but just on his scale of I was like at the top. I was like, oh man, I don't like that. But uh, wow. hey, enough about me. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> Yeti, what was your injury report? Uh, oh, I, I was just sick last week. I, I, I did go to the doctor cause, just because I knew I had a, like a sinus or upper respiratory infection. So I wanted to knock it out so I wouldn't have to miss work because we had a big rollout this week. And so I've just been really drainy all week and stuff. Draining you know, it. But I'm here. <laughs> well, my yeah. voice is extra low this week. But, okay. Uh, you know. Hello. Well, my injury report is um, they're, they're, they're hooking me up with some sleep apnea machine that i gotta wear something on my finger at night and i just did a study last night i just did my at home study did you yeah oh a sleep test to see if you need it yeah oh you you guys are on that too mine's gonna be delivered no dad this is the test though like you're not getting hooked up to a sleep apnea machine you're doing a sleep test correct 
Uh, I don't know. Something You're like doing that. a sleep test to see yes. if you need. Yes, the that's what it is. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, Look it up your be. finger. You, yours will either have something you hook to your chest, or maybe you've got something that goes into your nose as well. There's a couple different ones. I've taken two because the first one didn't record. I just love how you come home from the doctor and you start telling people I'm using a sleep apnea machine tonight. <laughs> It's and got it's to like, do no, with Bluetooth. It, it's uh, hooking me up to Bluetooth <laughs> or something. I don't know what it is. I, they they all talk in hieroglyphics. Uh, the the oral version of hieroglyphics. I can't understand it. I need somebody to go to the doctor with me. I need a doctor to go to the doctor with me and interpret everything they're saying. It's ridiculous. Sleep apnea. You're wild, man. Bluetooth. Has <laughs> has your wife like? Said she as Erlene said she has concerns about you having sleep apnea. Doesn't mom need like doesn't mom need? I thought mom snores a little bit. We both snore. Oh, the dog yeah. snores. Jumping Charlie <laughs> snores. We're a snoring house. Snoring Charlie. God, what an annoying room that must be at like the peak of it when you're all sleeping. Oh my god. My mom discovered my dad's sleep apnea because he would um she would walk in, he'd be asleep on his back, and dad was a really large dude, you know, but he'd He'd breathe in and he'd stop breathing. And she's like, what is going on? Yeah. And like 30 or 45 seconds later, she's like, holy crap, is he dead? You know? And then wow. start breathing out and his feet would shake as he'd do it. And I've never Jesus. experienced that. Yeah. I've experienced it with my friend Joey where it's just like a violent waking up where it's like, <sighs> yeah. like it's like a huge snore that like wakes you up and all of a sudden you're awake because like you've like briefly stopped breathing. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 and, and it destroys your rest for the night. and. The less sleep you get, it you know messes all things up, including your testosterone. Look at us. I, How about the injury report? We are old. That's a long. <laughs> that's a long ass injury report, by the way. I think we need to get off that and uh, and move on. Oh, Dad's like, I think we got to get to something really substantial here. Here's three dad jokes. No. <laughs> like, listen. And first of all, update. first of all, we have anything to anything but that. Anything but that. Okay, please. we we have to acknowledge the elephant in the room, which is that we are. Calling from, uh, we're located in the sports capital of the universe with Lionel Messi. Oh. Is it Lionel or Lionel? I've heard both. It's Lionel Messi <laughs> and the Miami Heat and, and, I and still the Florida Panthers. talk this slow, despite <laughs> us being in the epicenter of the sports world. <laughs> That's I, why you listen at <laughs> 1.8. I'm actually very excited right now. I am very excited. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. Um, before we get to dad jokes and, and three facts. We could celebrate Messi. There's nothing keeping us from celebrating Messi. Okay. Here's the thing about Messi. First of all, uh, little birdies are telling me that it's not a done deal yet. Um, it, it will be. I'm not sounding alarms here, but there are a lot of, you know, it's a complicated deal because it involves the league. It involves the league partners such as Apple Plus TV. So there's a lot of moving parts. It's He's not trying to get paid. Essentially. And in America, right? right. That's like, it, it's, it's hard for, he's, is, is he using Inner Miami here just to grow the messy brand? Like, no, it, it's good for both sides. So like, I don't know why we right. would be like, do you genuinely want to be here? Is, just all, is this all about the money? Like, I'll take it. Well, when you talk about growing the messy brand, though, he has gotten a lot of criticism in Europe for taking the easy way out for going to America where the brand of soccer is lower, where he will have to work less hard, where he will do better uh, just on, on his name, you know. Then I mean, that's just, yeah, you can say that, but he's done everything he needs to do over there. They can all suck it. Like, I agree. They, they can all eat it. <laughs> eat what? 
No, they can suck yeah, it. I don't know. They can suck it. And, and, <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, they can. And here's the other thing, Barcelona. You brought this on yourself. Leo wanted to go back home to the club, the beloved club that raised him from the age of 13. Uh, Why did he, didn't he? Why, why? Are you sure that he just didn't leverage where he wanted to be and got the most out of it? No, pretty sure he he could have been anywhere he wanted to be. So why wouldn't like because, what makes you... no? Because Barcelona is in financial dire straits. Barcelona has become such a financial mess that the only way he could go back to Barcelona is on some sort of a, a sweetheart loan from Inter Miami at this point. Right, but you're assuming he wanted to go back there. Like that's where he wanted to be, but they screwed it up. It's like no, he probably he's been there. He won the World Cup. He's like I'll go to Miami now, live in America and crush it there because I've kind of that's an untapped region almost for me he spent more than 20 years with Barcelona that's his club right but going back to that's like odd it's like he's done everything there he's a god there it's like after a couple of years with Inter Miami he's going to go back to Barcelona and play a final ceremonial type season really with Barcelona yes like we'll mark it for the Wayback Machine I, I, I doubt that but y yeah. you never know you can bank it is that like you are, is that is there anything there that like that is that being reported or you just think that? Have you written that yet? No, it will happen. I'm, I'm, all of a sudden, I'm turning into Mike Ryan where I'm saying something three years ahead of the fact and hoping it comes true. And when it comes true, I'm acting like I invented the idea. Greg, you need you need to put that in your next article. You actually saying something like like Greg actually saying like, like reporting a, something, making a take. This is not a report though, Dad. Right? This is a prediction. It's an opinion. It's an opinion. Sure. Like, I don't have sources in Barcelona giving me inside information. What are you, nuts? But you know you could. Like, I love how you act like that is just like a wild thing. Like After he plays a couple of years for Inter Miami, he will end his career in Barcelona, and he will become Barcelona's vice president of being Lionel Messi. So, That's, that but he'll be his play title. for them? Like, at that point, they're, like, Barcelona's a team that tries to compete for titles. Like, <laughs> you're saying, like, they'll just let some 40-year-old guy who's, like, he will a play. Show. He will play one ceremonial year for them. He will start in the opener. Uh, he will come off the bench to raucous applause. He will start in the final game of the season and play Does 90 minutes. happened in soccer a lot? Like, did Beckham go back to where he was? Like... I haven't I haven't researched the history of that. Um, <laughs> Maybe like a one day contract. Like I'm with you that when it's all said and done, he will have a status there and we'll go back there and be celebrated there. Like I'm with you there. But like I just like this whole season that you have, like I just feel like you're pulling it out of your front. OK, we'll we'll see. You know, check back in three years. I want you to pitch this when we have Ray Hudson on. I want you to pitch yes. this to him and see how much he laughs. I love that. Actually, we need yep. to do that. Yeah, I do want to have Rocky Ray on soon to talk about Messi because let's switch. Let's forget about Messi going back to Barcelona, which will happen even though you doubt it. What I want to talk about is Messi coming to Miami and how seismic that is. Here's how big it was. I mean, you brought up the Barcelona stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Tony the K had me back on his show this week to talk about being the center of the sports universe. That's how big it is. Miami is the king of the globe right now, and Messi makes it so. Did you tell him that you forgot that he joined us? No, I did not. I neglected <laughs> to say that. But uh, he's always grateful to have me on, as I am grateful to be on his rarefied air. But that's how big Messi is. Even, look, Kornheiser and me are old. We remember when Pelé was the name in soccer, right? That was the golden name. Messi is now the golden name in soccer. And even though he's 35 years old, almost 36, we're going to get him at the end of his prime. But make no mistake, it is the end of his prime. He is not a has-been yet by any means. He just led his team to the World Cup. He's still, uh, even though he had two chaotic, disappointing years with Paris Saint-Germain, 
he's still at the top of his game. No, he's not. Not, not the apex of his game. Okay, well, that's the hell's still, the difference. What are you talking about here? Like, come on, you just—he's still playing at a high level, is like, what you're he, saying. He's LeBron James right now. He's still—that's exactly right. That's a top. End. He's still a top tier player, but he's yes. getting towards where people are like, mm, "Is he a top tier player?" Right. I don't think anybody is going. Mm, can he still play? Especially after his crowning achievement just last summer. No, he can uh, still play, but it, he's not like he's, you know, he's more with the pack now, I'd say. He's a magic name. <clears throat> Pardon right. me. I'm getting I, all choked up here. I agree. He is a magic name. He's going to come on the Major League Soccer pitch. He's going to sell our tickets is what he's going to do. He's going to be noticeably the best player in the game. Noticeably the best player. And and, and imagine the t-shirt sales. I mean, what a moneymaker. The... the <laughs> I saw the value that the, of the franchise has just skyrocketed. I saw that they already enter Miami in the last since this announcement have become the fifth most followed spo- American sports team on social media. Yep. Right. Already. Oh yeah. They have seven. They got to seven million followers, which is only behind like the Celtics, the Lakers, the Warriors, and right. But they're on pace, like with how fast they went up. Like they're going to be third soon. Like they're not that far behind fourth and fifth, like third and fourth. So like they're. It's, it's the, the Warriors were number one, which was surprising. I knew the Lakers would be up there, but the Warriors have the most followed social media account. And that's, I mean, well, I guess that's the Steph Curry effect. What people don't realize is that internationally right now, because of Messi, Inter Miami is the biggest team in this market internationally. Like the Dolphins have a really big international following, particularly in England. The Dolphins are really big in the UK. I've witnessed that myself when I've been over there for a game, but. Right now, it, it pales in comparison. As you just said, anecdotally, with all the increase in social media now, inter, all eyes are on Inter Miami because of Messi, not because of David Beckham or anything like that. I feel like whenever there's an NFL game in London, when the journalists go over that week, you're going to see a lot of those jerseys around town. Like, like That'd be like a Jags <laughs> reporter coming back and being like, you know, I, there's a ja- there's a big Jags following in London. I went there because I covered a game. <laughs> It'd be weird if you went to see Jags Ravens and there are a bunch of Dolphins jersey in the, like, jerseys right. in then the stadium. Then you could be like, there's a big Dolphins following. But like, there, you're there just are... like, you went and covered a Dolphins game. Like, I'm sure there, like when there's a Raiders game in town, I'm sure you see a lot of Raiders. You see what we're doing here? We're like, we're like, yeah. There are major Dolphins fan clubs throughout the UK. Okay, um, yeah. I don't you know do whether it's... you want to do this game. I, I can find a Raiders yeah, I, bar Google. In I want you live on the air right now. I Raiders want you to bar Google. in London. I want Raiders you to Google most popular in... NFL team in London. Top ten Raiders bars in London. Yelp. Google what I said. What is the most popular NFL team in the UK? Okay. Greg Welly's doing that. I think what you're saying is right now. Uh, Inter Miami has the headline factor that is one key into becoming like the superstar franchise or a superstar player, which I want to get to you on, on Nikola Jokic or Jokic or whatever we call him uh, Jokic. on that. Cause I actually agree with you and Stugatz a little bit on your, your argument that he's not a superstar. I have results here. Go for okay. it. Dallas Cowboys. Number one, giants. Number two, jets. Number three, dolphins, four bears, five. I dispute those results. <laughs> I mean, it's just, this is most popular NFL teams in the United K as of the fourth quarter of 2022. Okay. Statista.com. Okay. That, that, that's actually a win for you. I, I, I love how you're not taking They're the fourth. They're like, they are one yeah. of like, you could make. Yeah, Dolphins are number one. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeti, what, what you just said misrepresents me a little bit. I never said Jokic wasn't a superstar. He's he's the best player in the league. He's the biggest best man, uh, big man 
over Giannis, over Embiid. Nobody's he, disputing that. He's just he not in great a, shape, yeah, you, Dad. Like, you, you want a six-pack. No, no. No, it, here's, here's the thing. There's a difference between being the best player and being a superstar, okay? And I think this is what you are trying to say. Now, this is greg explaining, but, like, this is – I feel like this is what you were trying to say. But, like, it, it, Doris Burke on Friday's Levitard show started to hit at this, and I was like, okay, cool, this is good. But uh, Van Pelt used to do something on his old show where he basically say, are they talking about you on The View? And basically, have you, have you reached across the, the sports nerd aisle to get the average person who might not even turn on a game? Do they know your name? Does my wife who doesn't watch sports, do, does she know your name? And that's when, you, when you've started reaching superstar status. Your talent gets you to a certain point, but then there's something else about your charisma, your character, you making appearances in non-sports places that gets attention that's yeah, when well, you reach like superstar level but who's there besides lebron okay. in the nba steph curry easy okay steph um curry. that's about i'm it. not saying it has to be that but that's one of the key factors that makes someone like an absolute superstar like michael jordan like i don't know the numbers on how many times i could turn on on the tv and see him in a commercial but i had like gatorade i had nike i had hanes at least and and for your primetime television viewing that's a fair amount of commercials the problem with Jokic is that he's from serbia uh most people don't even know what he sounds like when he speaks because they've never heard him speak he's a dull player on the court to me he shoots three-point shots flat-footed like red clots um and and he plays in denver what is that reference <laughs> red clots from the washington generals uh, oh. that was the team that was the uh so you just felt like, I get cover. it. A lot of times he just ends up in the paint with the ball up and he either shoots it, makes a dope pass. Like, I get, I'll, I'm with you. Like, he's not running the court at great speeds. When he was going after a loose ball at one point in the last game, it looked all clunky and weird. The like, dope pass is where he really stands out. Like, he's great. <laughs> That's what I mean. I actually, Mike Fuentes from the Lebetard Show made the best analogy of this conversation of what Jokic is. I made the compare. I said that he's, Really great at missionary sex. That was my <laughs> analogy at okay. missionary sex. Like okay. he's like the best guy you've ever had at missionary. Yeah. Sex. What's wrong with that? Not, well, they, my, my, they, that's what we're trying to say, Dad. What's wrong with that? And you're criticizing right. it. You want some like freaky stuff, and he's just giving, <laughs> and he's just giving you the okay. like he's just looking you right in the eye, belly to belly, and he's just but, like, I'm not, I'm never gonna be done. I'm gonna all right, go first forever. of all, first but, of uh, all, no, no. But but no no but I'd even make I want Mike Fuentes's analogy is better than that one even because I I think that's a decent one of just explaining what Jokic is he says he's an Oscar quality film that you have no interest in. it's like the best picture that you don't want to watch it's beautiful it's artistic it's it'll make you feel something but it's not exciting and it's like you watch it and you almost feel sad after <laughs> that's what he is but but the one scene the the pass in the thing where he hits a guy cutting. That's the scene that they play in the, the nom like, you know, when they at the Oscars, when it's right. like now the nominees, Jokic, and then they show a scene that's him in the paint, just making a sick pass to a cutting guy for a dunk. It's crazy that he does those no look passes like he's a, a little point guard. It's, it's just incredible what but he does on the floor. That's a good analogy. Cause that, it you're is. Just saying, like, you I'll gotta come that. up with something better than he's boring to watch. Cause it's not <laughs> like it's, you're just kind of going for the easy, like, you got to explain yourself better because you're not you're not even conveying what you really want to convey. I'll go with the red clots analogy. I th that's my that's my version of the uh, the He's foreign film clots. that you you might be the only person who knows the name of any of the Washington generals. Yeah, red clots, K L O T Z. 
I've seen the Globetrotters live once, and I don't know any of them. Jeremy Ready? Taché said he's Greg Maddox. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. He's Greg Maddox, who just, he's not going to blow anything by. Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, Roger Clemens, much more fun to watch pitch. Okay. But he's going to play. Dad, see, why are you like? Maddox will slice you and dice you to death, but like, I've never seen Greg Maddox on a commercial. Why, why are you dismissing these analogies? We're trying to explain what you and Stugatz are just saying. He's boring. I don't like to watch him. Like, it, like we're trying to like, layer your okay opinion I, I don't need to be explained to on why i say think. you just want to say he i don't like watching him he's not fun to watch right i love Jokic. i love his game he's the reason that they're kicking the the heat's ass they're he and so murray good. and and bruce brown good. and everybody they're else on that good. great team they're too good that's it they're too good yeah but and Jokic is i, I gave him all the credit in the world i just don't particularly enjoy Watching him, that's all. This, I'm but, telling you, it's the arms. It's this area. It's like from his shoulder to his elbow. That is there area, noise right now? Do you hear noise? <laughs> no. You might hear some from I'm from where I'm at. Okay, I've got a guy like right outside my window oh, so right now. No, I'm not here. Blowing that. my uh, lawn. Whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love how my dad goes, are you guys making noise? And we're like, oh, somebody's maybe blowing me. Us. No, it's some guy blowing me to, outside my window. <laughs> well, he's blowing my lawn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Way to go, lawn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Baby. Um, all right. We've, we've talked enough about uh, illnesses, our, our injury report, and Jokic. We weren't even supposed to be talking yet about uh, the NBA. But, Why? Uh, we... I, I, what I want to talk about next, Dad, because like, we got a fun episode coming up here where we, uh, we're recording this on Saturday, but later today we have the Panthers game. So tomorrow we're going to reconvene with some real like hockey results and g give you the latest. But in a few hours, my dad and I will be attending the Sheets and Giggles sponsored watch. Well, it's not like a, I keep wanting to call it a watch along, but we're not watching the game there. We're it's all going to the game. It's a pregame hangout. An occurrence. Obviously, it already happened if you're listening to this. But what I really why I'm bringing it up right now is because we're going to do some content there. Me and my dad will do. So you'll hear from us shortly from there. But what are you doing, dad? What the hell? <laughs> and just experimenting on how that looked. <laughs> Guys, let me try out new looks on the Zoom. Uh, Dad, I'm in the middle of doing the show. Go ahead. <laughs> like, what was Who's I? When you what was I saying? <laughs> just rattled me. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're trying to talk about the quarter deck, and then yeah, yeah. okay, this is it. Just thank you, yeah, God. <laughs> like just playing defense. Oh no, now we've lost him. And yeah, whenever he genuinely he he, he finds himself <laughs> so funny in this spot. He was making a fish face. It was just like he was like a puffer fish. Like if, if I told you, hey, with your face, make a puffer fish. That's what my dad was doing. Here's the thing. Sheets and Giggles <laughs> is calling this thing an occurrence, quote right. unquote, which I love. When did an event become an occurrence? That's a that's a Levitard show, like inside joke. The Billy and I have had some occurrences. If you before. actually listened, you might know. Yeah, that. I mean, Jesus, you know, way to support your son. That's a great concept. Who thought of that? The Levitard I didn't, show. I haven't. I haven't heard it said. Sorry. <laughs> I've nerd it said I am looking forward to my dad being awkward at this because Zaslow is going to be there oh yeah and just in general my dad in these type of settings like he already is doing this thing where he wants to show up with me because he doesn't want to walk in alone because I was like I was like oh I'm going to go up at this time and he's like oh I, 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 I can you show I'm going to show up can you show up with me at this time I, I, I want to walk in together and he hit me right. with all that so he's going to be awkward and I like you know him and Zaslow are going to act like they're best friends but we'll we? maybe we'll talk to Zaslow. Maybe we'll okay. maybe we'll yeah. maybe we'll bring him on the get Greg Zaslow show. on we'll the show. Ooh, that'd be good. How Let's about do that. 
What if you get? What if you told Zazzle your dad jokes? Oh, I kind of want you to do your dad jokes at the occurrence tonight. Actually, no, that's not going to happen. Why? Oh, come dad? on, I think that's great, Dad. That's actually really good. We'll like bring a crowd of like people there that are there to hang out with us, and we'll be it's like, great, right. Cody's dad joke of the week. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that, Dad. You'll get honestly, they'll all, all these people. They're drinking. They're they're fans of the show. They're gonna fake laugh. Like you, it's a gonna, staple. It's, We've it's made this crush. a staple of the show. It's an occurrence for the show. Either dad, jack, dad jokes or three facts, Jack. No, those are too long. Those are too wordy. <laughs> God, and no. after, he's got to read that. Well, from the beginning in 1942. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one does involve 1942, I think. No, it doesn't. It involves 1897. Wow, my dad's just... My, I, I see what's happening here. My dad's not proud of the dad joke segment. He's no, like, it's the, 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 the dad jokes uh, I, I don't love. The first one I almost hate. <laughs> The last two make a little bit of a rally. Oh, it's a bad batch. It's a bad batch. Yeah. yeah. You've got time. So we want to do the dad jokes right now. Yeah, you, you could also remember, because we're not doing that for a few hours. You could get off here and be like, you know what? I got I to gotta get a good three for this. And then yeah. come with new ones. So do we want to do three facts, Jack, right now? <laughs> sure, go for it. I don't have a sounder today, yeah. but go for Uh-oh. it. There's three things that interest him. So sit right back for three facts, Jack. Boom. <laughs> Number three. The world's longest-running Sunday comic strip is the 109-year run of the Katzenjammer Kids, which ran from 1897 to 2006. It entailed the escapades of mischievous duo Hans and Fritz. Creator Rudolph Dirks and the Katzenjammer Kids were the first to use speech balloons to express character dialogue, a practice common to this day. Where is that ran? I zoned out. I don't even know what he like said. Like in the Sunday comics, you know, in newspapers and oh, in the states. I never heard of the Cats and Jammer Kids. Oh yeah, Cats and Jammer Kids. Yeah. I remember Andy Cap, but not Cats and Jammer Kids. Number two, the month of June is named for the Roman deity Juno, who is likened to the goddess Hera in Greek mythology. Juno is the goddess of marriage, love, and childbirth. Could be why June is one of the three most popular wedding months, along with October and September. Good movie. Number one, this is my favorite because I have driven through this desert and rhapsodized over the vision of these things. The slowest growing plant in existence is the saguaro cactus found only in the Sonoran Desert, stretching from California to Mexico to Arizona. Saguaro, the largest of all cacti, often reach only one and a half inches tall their first 10 years and do not flower until age 35. Growing their iconic, oft-featured arms in Western films and desert art and such can take at least 50 years, and reaching their maximum height of 45 feet tall can take their entire lifespan of 175 to 200 years. The majestic saguaro cactus. Did you say 45 or 425 feet tall? I've never seen a 45-foot-tall cactus. Yes, the maximum height of some 45 feet tall. Hold on. Yes, I have seen, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen 45 feet, but I have definitely seen like 30 feet tall uh, of those in the desert. You know the ones I mean, right? With uh, the arms coming out and everything. Well, shit. You got it right. <laughs> yeah. The tallest cactus ever measured is 78 feet. Well, there you go, Greg. I'm sorry. You said you've rhapsodized about those. Do you have any of your rhapsodies available? <laughs> no, I probably do have uh, photographs I've taken. Uh, balling the jack to the Sonoran Desert. Uh, I want to do the three dad jokes here. Okay. Dad. Yes. No, we're doing them later. We don't want them right now. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I, I need to mention one thing before we uh, 
wrap this up before I go take a nap. No, no, this is, I want to say an RIP. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Amu Haji, uh, a hermit who lived and died in the Dega village of the Kerman Shah province of Iran. He died an estimated 89 to 94 years old. The dirtiest, the world's dirtiest man was his <laughs> title. World's dirtiest man. Like he had physically not, or figuratively? Uh, no, listen. Amu Haji had not bathed the last <laughs> 67 it. years of his life, earning the nickname World's Dirtiest Man because he believed soap and water would make him sick. Haji lived on a diet of rotten meat of dead animals, mostly porcupines. What are you, what's happening right now? He smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. And he also smoked dried animal feces out of a rusty pipe. He constantly was caked in ash and dirt. In his obituary, an Indian Times article referred to him as looking like the biblical Moses had fallen down a chimney. <laughs> you are the worst. There are unique, unusual people all over the world. Amu Haji, you never bathed. We love you. R.I.P. Show killer. I can't believe you're using you're using a man's <laughs> death as a comedic bit. I, I applaud you. Like Look, I heard, Dad, that was the classic Greg Cody tone of "I'm saying something serious, but I want everyone to be smiling right now." Smoked dried animal feces out of a rusty pipe. There you go. That's see, I love yeah, that. it took you ten minutes to get to that. I feel gross, and I haven't showered since like yesterday morning i know his armpits must smell so bad i mean mine smell bad and i haven't showered in 24 hours yeah imagine standing next to this guy i don't know how that works yeah but now he's dead jake gyllenhaal apparently doesn't bathe that often really you know yeah something mila kunis said something yeah she doesn't watch their kids or something unless they like go outside and play or something even herself yeah if you told me i could only take one shower a week that wouldn't bother me what yeah i wouldn't shower every night Every You're night. Gross. No, it wouldn't bother me. That is so gross because you actually, like, you wear the same shirt sometimes. You wear the same <laughs> jeans. Right. So it's like you just, like, will rock the same. You, like, just change underwear, same shirt, same jeans, yeah. no shower. He doesn't change his underwear. We've covered this. Right before I started the show, it was unveiled that he'll go two or three days sometimes. How do you, feel, how do you feel about this last couple of minutes, Dad? I, lo- I love it. I don't, I don't mind that. So I- we've just... What he, what he just revealed is that he did the obituary for his mentor, is what it is. <laughs> All right. We'll see you quarter Go to the quarter deck. Save the episode. <laughs> Let's go. Nice chatting with you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Dad, we come to the audience right now, baby. Um, <laughs> we failed yesterday to do any content at the uh, at the watch party. Actually, we do have a clip. We did. I love how at the like before in our pre uh, watch party recording, we were very like, "Oh, we're going to talk to Zaslow. We're going to do dad jokes." Right. We didn't do any of that. We did take a small video that I'm going to play here, so you can okay. get a little a little feel for the thing. Greg Cody. 
Tesla's here too, yes. With Greg Coder, no drink in hand, no beer. What is going on? Working it, working it. So there you go. We got to thank Sheets and Giggles, Dad. How cool was this event? There were dozens of people there. Sheets and Giggles covered the whole build, at least everything I drank. Right. Uh, I didn't see them stop at any point. You know, they said 200, but I'm sure they spent way more than that. You hung out with Zaslow. How'd that go for you? Yeah, I mean, first of all, thanks, Sheets and Giggles. And uh, I remember one guy drove down from St. Petersburg. Yeah. Just to, He wasn't going to the game. He just drove down to St. Petersburg to say hello. And that was so cool. My friend, our um, friend John, who works for a popular NHL show in Canada, that he's down here for the right. final. And he, 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 he was like, all the crew was going back to the hotel, but I had to come here. He like was there at the at quarter deck three hours before because he wanted to see us. And he was so nice. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's very humbling and gratifying. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. It's amazing. I, I bumped into the, um, the gentleman uh, for the Panthers who does the, he's the DJ for the Panthers. Uh, DJ uh, Genesis is his name, and he's like a big fan of mine. And so to, you know, for him to come up to me out of the blue in his DJ Genesis uniform, Panthers uniform, and say hello was was great. Zaslo and I, you know, shook hands and, you know, passed along uh, invisible olive branches. Look, we're fine. We barely know each other. We're, right. we're like, we're like Levitard show enemies, but in real life, you know, we we're fine. We're good. Zaslow's son was there. He's a big Panthers fan. Um, just a little mini Zaslow. I mean, he was like, this Panther team, awesome. And I was like, wow, he, he sounds just like him. That was so cool to hear Zaslow say awesome, just like that in the wild. Like yeah. not on the air, but in yeah. real life. Yeah. He actually says it just like that. Awesome. Yeah. It was great. But Sheets and I Giggles, once again, guys, go support them. They are the coolest I'm going to Vegas for the Levitard show and, you know, Colin is just has so many fun ideas for things we can do in Vegas to infiltrate. <laughs> you know, it's just uh, this guy is so much fun. He wants to do so many fun, creative things. Please support his company so he keeps supporting us. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg promo code nice hat. It's Father's Day coming up. Get something for your father. I'm telling you, I'm a father. I appreciate sleep more now than I ever have in my entire life. And good sleep is what Sheets and Giggles gives you. Great sheets, great pillows, a great bed. You can get the whole kit and caboodle for your dad this Father's Day. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code NICEHAT. And as a final shout-out to that uh, quote-unquote occurrence we had before the Panthers game, I want to... admit it, you were a little... There was times where you were... Uh, I could sense you felt like there would be more people because we did it over a four-hour period. Right, so, that's like, true. There was never... 50 people there at once it was like you're talking to four or five people they move on to go to their table and eat quarter yeah, deck true. and then other people walk up and people were kind of like waiting turns like sitting at their table saw that nobody was near us so they would come up it was it was scattered but there were dozens of people that we met and and that came out there for us so right but i just felt like you wanted a line there was a well, point where i looked <laughs> at you and you kind of did a thing like and i'm just like dad what well, like this is a four-hour meetup like not everybody okay. was going to be here at the same time waiting in line. You know, I have been forever spoiled by the most recent Moss Miami. Well, yeah. where hun <laughs> Literally hundreds of people are waiting in line to look at my toenail. And so I'm spoiled by that. We're not the Levitard show yet. We're no, no, I know. We are growing. I mean, God <laughs> it was speak. Fun. It was God, great. We're doing well right now. We appreciate like the support because the podcast has been doing really well. And we, we appreciate all of you and we love yes, you. Yes, we do. But let's talk. Which sadness do you want to talk about? Me going to Vegas down 3-1 or 
the heat being done. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Where do we start? Um, Which team has a better chance to bring it home to South Florida? To, to like okay. bring it back to, for a game six? Okay. Well, in that case, I think the Panthers do. Uh, now, a lot of it depends on, as we're speaking, uh, Kachuk has an injury and his availability for Tuesday's game was in is in question. He was pretty invisible. Like he, he he seems hurt. It's it's weird right now. We're doing this thing with Jimmy and Kachuk. Kachuk just got into Jimmyville where he seems a little right. hurt. Seems a little hurt. Yes. And so if Kachuk is unavailable, I don't think they have a whole lot of a chance uh, in in Vegas. They don't got a Kachuk and chance. <laughs> chance and Vance and uh, that kind of thing. But no, I, I give the pan. I I still think I still think the Panthers are as good a team as Vegas, despite the disparity in goals. Oh, and and I think that they, they haven't have, looked it in this series. I'm with you that if you like, if we played this series again, it might be different. But they haven't looked like the an equal team. This Vegas team is just annoyingly solid at everything, and I hate them. You know they've blocked 61 Panther shots in the last two games. I mean they. They got the hot anything. goalie now. They got the yeah, hot goalie now. Right, exactly. And also, special teams has been a huge difference in this series. Um, Vegas has scored seven power play goals against Florida's penalty kill. Uh, the, the Panthers have, have gone 0 for the penalty. <laughs> and you're never going to win with that statistic. So, yeah, that's it. it it's tough. It's tough. I don't think either uh, South Florida team is, is going to defy the odds and, and, and win the championship, but... Um, I, I think there's a fair chance that uh, Panthers will get back in, in Denver. You know, Denver has all the incentive in the world. They're playing for 56 years of franchise ineptitude. They finally are on the verge of winning the championship. They have the best player in the NBA in Jokic. They have a great supporting cast. And I, I think they're the better team than Miami. I think they've proved it. And, and I think they're going to, I think they're going to win. Can we talk about the fact that you wrote it back in my day ripping preschool graduations and you and I think I saw you weeping at my daughter's on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, you caught me. Uh I, I did do it back in my day a couple of years ago. Back in my day, you know, the 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 graduations were reserved for high school and college. <laughs> okay, that's where you wore the silly mortarboard with the tassel and you stood in a line and you got a diploma. And now But how adorable like, was it? It was adorable. <laughs> I got to admit, I got to admit, the preschoolers, you know, they're all like five years old. They're wearing their mortar boards. They're standing in a line. They're singing songs. They're performing for the parents. It was it was sweet. How it about the annoying sweet. dad with the phone? One of the yeah. dads who was acting like he was a paid videographer right. on a wedding day, like walking yeah. down the aisle, walking in front of all the kids with the camera during this ceremony. It's like, dude, get out of the way. Do like the rest of us. Sit at your seat and do the video from there. Like this, I was so annoyed with this guy. It was super annoying. You know, you hear about road rage all the time. If there's a, such a thing as pre-K graduation rage, I think there would have been an issue with this I wanted, guy. I wanted to like put my foot out and trip him when he was walking down the like the, the walkway. You know, we haven't discussed it until just a second. I know exactly the guy you mean. Yeah, it's just it was annoying. It was, and, rude. Then, and then at one point the moms like he they had all the moms stand up so the kids could do a song for the moms, and like the guy was standing up videoing all the moms panning yeah. back to the kids like, dude, I know. <laughs> like just feel, zoom in on your kid. 
and that's who you're videoing. Like, yeah. you're not making a, a documentary. There ought to be there ought to be a law. But to your point, yes, I, I I can easily make fun of the fact that you know when you're graduating from grade school now, you have a graduation ceremony. I don't know if that's necessary, but I think it's more necessary in preschool and kindergarten than it is in grade school and middle school. You know, I think. If you're the parent of a five-year-old, it's a page turning. Yeah. You know, your child has has gone through a thing where they're meeting people for the first time. You know, Grayson has a little crush on a boy, you it's know, like, which we always make fun of, and she smiles. It's cute. If, if you think about it, like, you know, in, once she's 20, she's an adult, right? I mean, I know 18 technically, but, like, right. if you just b- break it down like that, she's like a quarter of the way done being a kid. Yeah, right. You know what yeah. I mean? It's You're just right. crazy. I'm and I can I could get sentimental just talking about it if we continued much longer. But um, I I I thought it was a sweet, wonderful thing that the school put on today. Yeah. And the teachers, there were three or four of the main teachers there, or owners of the place, maybe. Yeah, they were very emotional. They yeah. were, you know, it's yeah. it was great. It was yeah. sweet. It was. And and then after that, uh, we had a little family bowling day. And a little, lunch, the, a little lunch and then bowling, little lunch and bowling. It was a wonderful day, except when we got to the bowling lane and I embarrassed myself. I used to be a good bowler. Yeah. OK. Uh, before 140s, you were born. Be- 140s, 150s. No, 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 no. My best average, my best league average was was in the mid 160s. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I have bowled a 600 scratch series, albeit once in my life. Same. Uh, I have a high scratch game of 222. I used to be really good, and today we bowled two games, and and I'm going to tell you, I bowled a 168, and unfortunately that was my combined score for my two games. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrific. <laughs> I shot a 77, and then I limped up to a 91. You and, and mom, rough outing for the, <laughs> the, the, the patriarchs. It, it was just terrible. So I'm admitting, you know, everybody thinks I... I have an ego and I'm a narcissist. When I take a shit, uh, I admit it. And I was as bad today as I've ever been bowling. And speaking of taking a shit, um, calmly, my no, race No, wait, I mean, geez, can you slow down? I want to, yeah. did you, now, did you think, say to yourself, I got to, like, I got to come back on a day off by myself. Like, I got to remedy this. Like, or are you just like, ah, I just suck at bowling now. That's it. Well, I, I have never in my life bowled alone. I have never golfed alone. I just don't do that. Um, so I will never bowl alone. <laughs> really? It's like Jerry, Jerry Lewis singing, you'll never walk alone at a muscular dystrophy telethon. I'll uh, never bowl alone. That's right. <laughs> I will never bowl alone. Why? Well, I just. What about the movies? I will never bowl in the movies alone. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, you've never, you wouldn't go to the movies at all with people. I have never been to a movie alone. No. Really? No. I've only done it a couple times, but I have done it. I never have. It's nice. I, when I used to travel a lot, I would I I would never even have dinner alone in a restaurant. I would sit at a sports bar alone and eat. Uh, but I I just I'm very self-conscious about being doing stuff alone that that other people are doing in groups. I don't it's, know. It's why? Weird. I don't know. I just I'm self I, you know, people are looking at me going that guy's got no friends. He's dining alone. He's bowling alone. He's playing golf alone. What's with that guy? It's but yeah. like you, I'm. A, we're out to dinner often, and generally, anytime you're out to dinner at a crowded restaurant, there's just one table where it's just somebody 
you could be traveling. Like you have an explanation for why you're alone. Like it's, right. it's just an odd. I yeah. enjoy I enjoy eating by myself, like a lunch, like going into a restaurant, just sitting. I think lunch. lunch is different. Lunch is different. Dinner mm. is what I'm talking about. I don't dine alone for dinner. Like I would never do that. It's uh, maybe if if the restaurant is in a hotel or if it's uh, near an airport, you can be perceived as a traveler and have that cover uh, and get away with doing it. Yeah. You know, calmly sucks. Calmly took a big crap today on a track in Milan, Italy. How many times do horses crap a day? I tell you what, other than an elephant, a horse does some stuff on the track. Let me tell you that. So when I say calmly took a shit, I mean that literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> after a huge win in her last race, uh, she ran today in conditions that were not ideal for her in the Oaks d'Italia and uh, and finished third to last. Not sure how many horses were in the race. Typically, it's 8 to 12 or so. So she finished third to last. Not a good result well, for my horse. Luckily for you, Comley has no clue it was in a race. Uh, you'd be surprised. Horses know. You don't know. They're what competitive. This, you don't know what the horses know. <laughs> I do. I know. <laughs> the horses are competitive. God. No, they really are. They, they have, some you, of them have blinders on. You're the guy that still. would walk up behind a horse and pet it on its ass and get kicked. No, I would not. <laughs> you're, well, I, you're try, I love company. how you're trying to like every everything I, I say about horses, you have an answer for now. Like you're some expert all of a sudden. Like, you're Hank, like you're Hank Goldberg over here. <laughs> Hank, Hank Gregberg. <laughs> Um, I have uh, I have been in the company of thoroughbred racehorses at Gulfstream, and and I've been That's very so close. Have to I. Them. Like, what okay. do you mean? You I went, to, I went a... to horse camp. Me and <laughs> Sabrina Fierro went to some horse camp when I was like. That's 10. true. <laughs> That's funny. I'd forgotten about that. No, I respect horses. I don't get near them. They frighten me. They're gigantic, huge animals, <laughs> and yeah. they could uh, they could kill me with a kick. <laughs> yeah, they so, could. All yeah. right. They really could. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We've had a lot of fun this episode. Appreciate y'all. I'm going to Vegas. I know you are. I, that's crazy. I want you to bring me back a nugget, uh, not a Denver nugget, but a nugget from Vegas that is exclusive to the Greg Cody Show podcast, and you can uh, share a it next nugget. Week. Oh, a nugget. A pearl. Were like, I thought for a second there you thought I was going to watch the basketball game in no, but then you said Vegas, so it's like nuggets. So a I was pearl. Like, Bring me you, back a pearl. What are you saying? <laughs> you know, I'm not buying anything for you. Okay, just yeah, a pearl of information. A pearl of, uh, you know, that kind of thing. All right. <laughs> You're annoying. All right. Podcast <laughs> family, thank you very much. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Appreciate you all. I always get nervous the day before I fly, so I love you. I love you too, son. <laughs> Call me when you get there. <laughs> I'll text you. Okay. I got it.